I'm a Hufflepuff. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Welcome to Things That Got Wrong, your general trivia podcast with a healthy dose of internet and media things. I'm Ryan Bott. I'm Rich Miller. I'm Stuart Hopkins. Round, round Robin Day. Robin Day. I was going to say, are you ready for Round Robin? What does Round Robin rank in Rotten Tomato percentages? Do you think things that are wrong has a higher critic score or a higher user score? We're definitely oh, okay. critically acclaimed. <laughs> Fair point. I don't think I've ever seen it. I've never seen a Godzilla film, to be honest. Wow. Reptar. Reptar. <laughs> we have this little... Uh, we found it at five below. It's, you know, like they always have like those cheap ass candies there, but it is a, it's a tin that looks like Reptar cereal and <laughs> it says like Reptar bites or whatever on it. And it's like, it is a fucking awesome tin. So I mean, we just threw the candy out and took the tin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, D2 is a great one. That's the best one. That was Emilio's wow. finest work. You have five minutes for roping. <laughs> and you crush the Icelandic goons. <laughs> quack, quack. <laughs> Zigoli. Good stuff. Uh, speaking of movies and snacks, uh, this is our round robin game. It is the 46th ever episode, and I will bring back movies and snacks by the end of this, I promise. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was going to 46th ask. ever episode, and uh, it's another round robin game. We're offering our own round of trivia for the other three to answer and vie for all the Reptar candies in the world, no matter how good or bad they may be. <laughs> And uh, this round, like we start every round, Robin, uh, will be Stu's round first. Thank you. Alrighty. Uh, so my round is called Pork and Beans. Uh, <laughs> oh, yay. Like, like the Weezer song. <laughs> um, so I am the round. Not like the food. No, like the Weezer song. Uh, so the, the if you have ever seen the music video, it has and stars a bunch of early viral videos uh or at least the stars from them so my round is about those viral videos uh i'm looking for the name of the video based off the description or clues or hints that i give you uh and you know there's two clues per question uh one one point if you get it on the second clue two points if you get it on the first uh yeah again i'm just looking for the name of the video these are all very viral videos, and I'm sure you've seen all of them at some point or another. I would be extremely surprised if you haven't. Prepare to be extremely surprised by my lack of knowledge. <laughs> it's possible. I was really, I, I don't know. I was hoping because, like, I tested these on my wife to make sure because I was like, okay, I don't know. I want to make sure. <laughs> Alrighty. So. Uh, again, looking for the name of the video. Question number one. In 2003, starting as a pair of Flash videos on Newgrounds, Neil, uh, oh god, I'm going to butcher this, uh, Sissy Guerra uh, created an entire song using almost and only the character names from this franchise. Mm. Uh, this is a tough one, too. Ryan. Ryan. The Simpsons? It is not The Simpsons, okay. no. It's, uh, again, looking for the name of the video. Oh, sure. 
Uh, move on to the clue. Uh, this was later remastered and hit complete viral status when published on YouTube, switching from animation to puppets. Oh, Rachel. Rachel. Is it um, a Harry Potter musical? Uh, yes, it's Harry Potter Puppet Pals. Yes. That's, yeah, that's what I was thinking of. After so isn't that. the Harry Potter musical like the end result after they were all done or something it's like the, that? It's the compilation. Yeah, it's like the okay. whole, yeah, it ended up getting like a whole series about it and such. Uh, yeah, so like fun fact, the guy who made it is actually an actor and a comedian now. Uh, and he was in the movie uh, The Creed. Like he was in like an actual movie. Hmm. Uh, it's just kind of weird to see like Wait, what Creed happened. like the boxing movie? Uh, I think it's a horror the movie. Creed different? The Creed. Okay. But yeah, I thought it was interesting. My body can't produce lactose. <laughs> I'm a Hufflepuff. <laughs> I can't think of any other quotes from it, but... Alrighty, so that's one point to Rachel. And my name is Sona's own and all of my clothes. <laughs> <laughs> my wife my can videos. recite the whole thing. <laughs> Severus. Alright, question number two. Kidnapping their friend to steal his kidney on Candy Mountain sounds crazy enough, but this video gained 67 million views and had several sequels and even a mer merchandising line with Hot Topic. I know what this is. Oh my gosh. Uh, you have to give the title. I don't remember the title. It's been like 10 years. You, yeah, um, right. That's the thing is you're going to have to remember. <laughs> Carl. I, th I think his name is Carl. I know who the characters are. <laughs> Again, uh, kidnapping their friend to steal his kidney on Candy Mountain sounds crazy enough, but this video gained 67 million views, had several sequels, and even a merchandising line with Hot Topic. On to the second, uh, second hint. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, oh my god. Do you want to say it before I give the second yes, hint? Yes, yes. Um, is okay. it, um, Charlie, Char Charlie the Unicorn? It is Charlie the Unicorn, yeah. What? I don't you don't know remember any of this stuff? No way. I was expecting the exact inverse. I was expecting Brian <laughs> to know every single one of these and Rachel to maybe have a hard time with it. I you was expecting that too. I was very sheltered. We're on a bridge, Charlie. Like, come on. Charlie stole my kidney. Right. <laughs> well, okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh... This video includes ludicrous scenes, uh, including getting directions from a magical Leopleridon and uh, being on a bridge. I have but no if you've idea. never seen this, then I'm, I am, you're not one of the 67 million views there, apparently. <laughs> These show notes are going to be great. <laughs> uh, that's two points to Rachel. And question number three. Uh, the character Kelly, created by Liam Kyle Sullivan, isn't happy with the purple stuffed dinosaur she gets for her birthday. I don't know anything about this. It doesn't ring any bells. After seeing her brother get a car, she decides it's time for her to get what she wants and goes out and does it. What? Can I go out on a limb? Sure. I'm going to go out. Is this Rebecca Black's Friday? It is not. No, these are okay. early internet. Uh, yeah, it was just a guess. I never yeah. saw it, but I heard a lot in the one screenshot I saw was her in a car. So yeah, <laughs> I have not. No, she and I'm has. not ashamed of it. I, I don't I'm surprised that this is I'm so lost on this one <laughs> um alright any guesses or just nothing uh this is the the viral video shoes oh my god 
yes like let yeah like let's get some shoes um yeah no the beginning of it is that she gets mad because her brother gets like a car a laptop and a cell phone and she gets this stupid ass purple dinosaur so she goes out to get what she wants which is shoes um this this is a lot harder than i expected and i am very sorry uh i expected this to be way easier because like if given these hints like i would pick up on this stuff um but maybe not uh Alrighty, question number four. Uh, debuting on Newgrounds in 2004, a self-recorded Gary Brolsma was lip-syncing uh, Dragonista Din Tai, or Words with Love. It is the new Manua song. Oh, that's really early. Uh, right, it's really early internet. Uh, it was said that this video was viewed more than two million times in the three months it was on Newground, and then... In total, uh, this has probably been viewed 700 million times in wow. total. It is the third most popular video on the internet. Wow. It's too, yeah, it's pretty nuts. Um, I actually did read up on that guy, though, because I was potentially going to put that in as one of the questions, but I was thinking that that was like too obscure, but uh, <laughs> <Apparently> <laughs> compared not. to some of the rest of these, yeah. Alrighty, question number five. A metaphor for systematic racism against African Americans, this song reached the hottest viral video in the summer of 2008. It started gaining popularity as a joke on 4chan, making fun of the only caption stating, I move away from the mic to breathe in. Oh, what? I, like... Uh, every, uh, everything that's in my head... It might be. I'm worried now, because, like... I maybe I spent way too much time on the internet in like 2008. <laughs> it's chocolate rain. Oh my gosh. You know Breathing into the mic. I mean, these are, I should have made these a way easier for like the hints. Cause like, man, um, <laughs> t- yeah. Tezande. Yeah. Um, he's, he's doing some stuff. I actually, I did look at a lot of his like newer stuff, but most of it's just guest appearances on shows and everything. Um, it's nothing like too crazy. Alrighty. Uh, question number six and the final question of the round. Uh, this one's a little bit more recent. This uh, video was not a part of the pork and beans, but it was so iconic uh, <laughs> that I had to put it in. Uh, so on January 8th, 2010, Paul Vasquez filmed a unique event in the sky, garnering 48 million views. It's double rainbow. Oh um, and the reason I had to put this in too is uh, Paul Vasquez has actually passed away recently too. Uh, so oh. yeah, double rainbow guy passed away. Um, but you know, his legacy will forever live on. <laughs> double rainbow. Double complete rainbow. Well then, um, sorry for the hard round. I thought that would be way easier. It was a good round. All right, Rachel, it's your round. Okay, so I decided to do a round about stolen art. Ooh. This is going to be really fun. And because I know that I tend to be the history person around here, I did it in a different kind of way. We're going to do this Price is Right style. I'm going to give you the date. <laughs> I'll give you the date. I'll give you the museum. I'll give you the title or, and any other tidbits I find interesting. To help you. And then I'm going to tell you that you have to guess closest to either 
to a number related to the painting. Like the price of the painting? It could be the price. It could be the heist amount. Oh, okay. It could be the most recent selling price. It could be the estimated value. All right. You're just going to have to give me I a number. nothing about. Cool. And that's, and that was, <laughs> I did not know that. <laughs> I don't know if that will, this will change it. This is a stolen art. <laughs> Acquirer. So this, this round was written with the thought in mind that perhaps it would be too difficult for, to give titles. So um, I will give you my first set of hints. If they are not enough to get anywhere close. Actually, you know what? Let me rephrase that. I don't know if art is one million or hundreds of millions. <laughs> That's the thing. Actually, uh, let me rephrase that. You will get two points for being the one closest. And you get half a point if you can guess the artist. Because that's not in the clues. Hmm. But these are all very... worlds. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, so I did take these all from like the top lists. So none of these are some weird, obscure one. These are all the top top ones okay okay you guys ready yep let's do this the painting storm on the sea of galilee this artist's only seascape was stolen from the isabella stewart stewart gardner museum in boston massachusetts on march 18th 1990 13 pieces were stolen including one vermeer I would like an estimate of the value of the heist in total. I will go one by one through you guys, lightning round style, so you all get an option. Okay. So there were 13 pieces stolen. It's going to go so well. <laughs> just closest I'm gonna be, to. I'm just going to give you guys closest to. I'm not going to make it harder than it already is. Okay, Ryan, what is your guess? 88 million. Stu? 130 million. Stu gets two points on this one. Sweet. 13 pieces. Um, but he is still off by quite a bit. The estimated value of this heist is $500 million. Okay. <laughs> right. Nothing. These uh, paint, paintings are worth a lot of money. Isn't art um, subjective? Any guesses <laughs> as to the artist for Storm on the Sea of Galilee? Is that the... Well, no, never mind. I have no idea. Renoir? No, Ryan, I know you've heard this in Jeopardy recently. There's a reason why I did choose this one. Because I was supposed to know it? <laughs> uh, I've, and I also know you watch a lot of Jeopardy, and it comes up in many episodes. I think I've counted three or four so far. Picasso. Van Gogh. Dr. Seuss. No idea. Okay. No, this is Rembrandt. <laughs> yeah, I like the two. I was face. close. I said Renoir. They're practically the same. I was closest without going over when I said Renoir. <laughs> you ready for question number two? Yeah. This European artist who is famous for his landscapes, including some um, some small towns had a painting 
titled Poppy Flowers, stolen from the Mohammed Mahmoud Khalid Museum in Cairo, Egypt in 2010. What is the value of this painting? (laughs) This is meant to be kind of a speculative out there. When when can I guess who the artist is? You can guess now. Is it Monet? It is not Monet. You're in the right kind of time period. Okay. (laughs) Stu? I was going to say 50 million. Ryan? 88 million. So this one also goes to Stu. Oh my god. This one um, still has not been recovered, but it is valued at 50 to 55 million dollars. Whoa. (laughs) It was not that off. Any other guesses on the artist? No idea. This was Van Gogh. Mm. Ooh, wow. I did um, specifically pick big names in the art world. I didn't pick, like, my neighbor Deborah. No. <laughs> my neighbor Deborah. <laughs> okay. That's the, the sequel to Totoro. <laughs> Question number three. This painting by an artist known for his use of dramatic scene and shadows titled... Nativity with St. Francis and St. Lawrence was stolen on October 16th, 1969 from San Lorenzo in Palermo, Sicily. This painting is now rumored to be either destroyed or lost forever. What would be the estimated value of this painting now? And for this one, I will not let you guys guess the artist because it might... Be one of the more obscure ones of the round. Um, this is by Caravaggio. Too obvious. Okay, Stu, do you have a number? 200 million. Okay. Ryan? 88 million. This, uh, this one is an, has an estimated value of uh, $20 million. Worthless. <laughs> Absolutely. Question number four. This painting entitled Rest on the Flight into Egypt was stolen in January 1965 from Longleat House in the United Kingdom and recovered in October, I mean, excuse me, in August 2002. What is its estimated value? Okay, Ryan, are you ready? Are you ready? Eighty-eight million. (laughs) (laughs) He's just gonna guess the same one. (laughs) It sounds right every time, so (laughs) works. Okay, works ninety percent of the time. Every time. (laughs) (laughs) Stu, do you have a guess? Three point six million. This one goes to Stu. Oh my god! This one has an (laughs) estimated value of ten million dollars. Any guesses on the artist? No idea. (laughs) No. This is by Titian. Titian? He's very Tishan. famous for um, paintings of Venus or Athena, like in the clamshell. Yeah. Cool. Oh. Okay. Three, $3 million dollars. Or $10 million. I need to charge more for my art. <laughs> yes, you do. Got to know the value of your services. $20 million. I'm pretty sure Stripe will cover that. <laughs> You just need one client. That's it. You're set. 
like all fine art. Although I just looked it up and <laughs> the birth of Venus painting is by Botticelli. There's a different there's a different Venus painting by the Titian. Oh, okay. Let me see, let me look up the give me a second. The one you're thinking, the clamshell birth of Venus one though, is is Botticelli. <laughs> Excuse me, it's Venus of Urbino. Venus of Urbino. Almost rhymed. <laughs> I'm Urbano, you're Urbano. There's a lot of paintings that feature the title Love and Desire. So take that as you will. Okay. Question number five. This one was one of the more recent ones to grab headlines, as it is one of the most recent really valuable paintings to have been stolen. It is titled The Boy in the Red Vest. It was stolen on February 10th, 2008 from the Foundation EG in Zurich, Switzerland, and it was recovered on April 12th, 2012. How much is it worth? This one has been valued. <laughs> okay. Right. Million is more than a million. I'm Stu. Stu. I was going to say like two million. Okay. Ryan. 80. <laughs> Eight. Million. <laughs> million. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> What? This one in 2012, um, I believe it was, it was more than two million and less than a hundred billion. <laughs> <laughs> it was valued at ninety-one million dollars. Wow, you were actually pretty. So close you actually got really close. <laughs> As you kept guessing, um, all of the all all of your eighty-eight millions. I'm like, gosh, if he does it for this one, probably will get it. <laughs> Do you have any guesses? Boy in the Red Vest. I believe it was either Impressionist or that era. Do you have any guesses on the artist? Monet. No. Do? No, I have no, no idea. This is by Cezanne. You said uh, Monet was mostly Impressionist, right? There were a few different eras kind of going along at the same time. I think he was Impressionist. Okay. You guys have survived to the last question. Yeah, Monet was Impressionist. Impressionalist. Yeah. Impressionism. There's one more question. I hope you guys remember question number one. This was the most valuable painting stolen in the Isabel Stewart Gardner Museum heist. It is titled The Concert, and it is one of only 34 paintings attributed to this artist. How much would it currently be valued at? Okay, Stu, you ready? Yeah, um, hundred and twenty million. Okay, right. Oh, no, oh my god! Now I remember the answer to the first question. <laughs> hundred and fifty million. Okay, just I wrote that down. And do you guys have any guesses on the artist? Thirty-four paintings. This was the Vermeer. Okay. <laughs> and Ryan, you also get two points for being closest. This Vermeer yeah. is noted as the most valuable current stolen painting or the most valuable stolen item that's currently hasn't been recovered in the world is valued at 250 million dollars wow jeez wow what was the original amount of all 13 500 500 500 million okay so i believe what i was reading kind of the order in value Goes from the Vermeer to Stormont Sea of Galilee because it's the only seascape from Rembrandt. 
and then kind of goes down. There's a bunch of Renoirs that were stolen. And then they tried to cut one painting out. They failed. They did, I think they damaged it really badly because they were actually mm. cutting them out of the frames. Whoa. And then, um, and then they stole like two sculptures, one of which was worth next to nothing. So it was definitely, but they, um, what they did is they went to the museum posing as police officers. Apparently that was very convincing and they actually, well, no, they, um, and then they like subdued the guards and tied them up in the basement and they like, they had like cased it out. So they knew when the change of shift was coming and then they managed to spend like 80 minutes total going through the museum and picking which ones. Ocean's 11 is real, right? No, like these things. Well, the thing is, yeah, one, that's also how they track them is like, it's hard to sell these. It's hard to transfer them. And so, but there was apparently a big mafia war going on in Boston at that time. So that's like the FBI's greatest guess is it was like paying off ransoms used to pay off ransoms and stuff because paintings uses laundering, but it's a really interesting story. Because as we learned, art is a scam. Check out Dude, my upcoming like, work. <laughs> that is the craziest <laughs> fetch quest that has ever happened. <laughs> it's really, really Get out of interesting. Debt with the mob. Do, you, <laughs> do look it up. Art. Like this kind of stuff. I'm selling Ryan, like going down a rabbit hole on like the, this art theft stuff is like super interesting. Um, it's crazy. But um, Ryan, it's halftime. It is. And I will say, in case there's any concern there uh we do not tell each other our rounds at all <laughs> i had no idea what this was gonna be and i don't recall art theft being a thing no i was just si- i was just sitting on on a couch getting mad about something and i was <laughs> trying to tell him what i was getting mad about and getting all worked up about but it was about going down a rabbit hole in one of these things that should never have happened so i was like it's about my round I'm getting mad about it and <laughs> like trying to tell him how i was mad about it without telling him anything about it it was really hard it is really tough. <laughs> Rachel is a monster and the Antichrist. <laughs> Thank you. So, coming back to my round, I promised that we would bring back movies and snacks into the end of the game. And uh, my round robin is affectionately titled Hashtag Give a Movie a Midnight Snack, which is based okay. on the great Twitter hashtag that I found one night late at night. Uh, I will give you a mashup between a movie and a food. Uh, These can take a few different forms. This could be a true before and after. Um, This can also be more of a word inserted into the title. Um, There can be a little bit of wordplay around sharing and rhyming words. Um, So it's it's mostly of the before and after nature, but uh, you'll these can take a couple different takes it doesn't necessarily have to be last syllable equals first syllable uh, these will all be fairly obvious once you hear them uh, you should be able to work them out but just in case you're trying to do like the math in your head uh, they they can take on a few different forms uh, if that makes sense so i will give you a description and you will have to give me the movie food combination that this works out to be this is give a movie a midnight snack So, two points for each correct answer. Buzz in when you think you know it. Question number one. After a similar parental story to the original, this time around, she's searching for her parents. But her short-term memory loss often forgets that zesty flavor of these iconic chips. Are they cool? Rachel. Stu. Finding Doritos. (laughs) Yes. 
<laughs> Finding, Finding Dory. Dory and Doritos. Finding Doritos. <laughs> She's searching great. for her parents, but her short-term memory loss often forgets the zesty flavor of these iconic chips. Are they cool or yes. cheesy? Wait, I'm pretty sure they're blue. Wait, with mostly yellow. Two points to do there. Question number two. In this Hitchcock thriller, the main tennis playing character finds out his wealthy wife is cheating and decides to murder her both for revenge and to ensure that her money will continue to feed him the peanut, the caramel, the pretzel, the crispy, the peanut butter, the almond, and all the other flavors. I have no idea. In this Hitchcock thriller, the main tennis player, the main tennis playing character, finds out his wealthy wife is cheating on him and decides to murder her, both for revenge and also to ensure that her money will continue to feed him the peanut yes dial m m for murder <laughs> <laughs> we'll continue to feed him the peanut the caramel the pretzel the crispy the peanut butter the almond and all the other flavors that's great <laughs> question number three a secret that's been lost for centuries and powerful forces that are unrelenting in their search for it. Battered and deep-fried, the fate of the world is placed on one young blooming creature and his friends with these french fry alternatives. Rachel? Rachel? Lord of the Onion Rings? Yes. The image I have of a world saving <laughs> with the onion ring instead of a gold ring. It's just, of just Frodo and Sam carrying a giant onion ring. Can that be the design art for this episode, please? <laughs> I'll see what I can Throwing do. the onion ring into Mount Doom. <laughs> I shall take the onion ring. <laughs> into the horseradish right. sauce. <laughs> <laughs> Smeagol's just really, really hungry. <laughs> it's mine. My own. My delicious. <laughs> the powerful forces that are unrelenting in their search for it, battered and deep fried, the fate of the world is placed on one young blooming creature and his friends with these french fry alternatives. That is Lord of the Onion Rings. Question, uh, two points to Rachel there. Question number four. Neither zebras nor Swiss rolls nor shortcakes can save you when you're stranded 30,000 high with your greatest fear deliberately released to kill you while being flown over to testify against a mob boss. Can I don't you repeat know the movie, that? but I know the... Oh Neither zebras nor Swiss rolls nor shortcake can save you when you're stranded 30,000 high with your greatest fear deliberately released to kill you while being flown to testify against a mob boss. I know the movie. I don't know the food. Now, it, now I know the movie, but now I have to second guess the food. Neither zebras what? nor Swiss rolls nor shortcake can save you when you're stranded 30,000 high with your greatest fear deliberately released to kill you while being flown over to testify against a mob boss. I don't... I don't know what the food is now. <laughs> Still... Ew. Is, is this Swiss cake rolls on a plane? 
No. Swiss rolls was in the question. <laughs> I was in the Rachel? question. Rachel. Rachel. I'm thinking of the oatmeal cakes on a plane. No. They're all from the same company. <laughs> right. They're all from Little Debbie. Or cupcakes on a plane? No. I mean, <laughs> basically, this would be. Uh, yeah, I. All right. No points, but this would be. So, zebra cakes, Swiss rolls, short, short cakes. Uh, this would be Little Debbie cakes on a plane. There we go. <laughs> All, all close, but uh, no cigar, no, no, no shortcake. <laughs> yeah, I, I, he, I just he's know. being it's flown over to testify. I did not know that either. Was snakes on a plane? <laughs> hey, no points there. Question number five: As a young man is born with particular maladies, he slowly discovers himself in strange ways, unfolding the age year by year as all the cheesy goodness on the inside finds its way to the outside of the folded and seared tortilla. I don't think I've guessed the correct movie. (laughs) As a young boy is born with particular maladies, he slowly discovers himself in strange ways, unfolding the age year by year as all the cheesy goodness on the inside finds its way to the outside of the folded and seared tortilla. Like I said, these can take a few different, a few different routes on the wordplay. As a young boy is born with particular maladies, he slowly discovers himself in strange ways, unfolding the age year by year as all the cheesy goodness on the inside finds its way to the outside of the folded and seared tortilla. I know what the food is. Any, I mean, I'm pretty sure. Do you want to take a stab at it? I'm about I don't to call know the movie. it. I can't. Okay, actually, actually, I'll I'll take a stab at it. Okay. The quesadilla case of Benjamin Button. Uh, I mean, you're almost there. You're you're missing a little bit of finesse. I only knew Benjamin Button. I didn't know the full name was the Curious Case of Benjamin Button. The Curious Case of Benjamin Button. Um, I I, I want to give you one point because you basically had it. You just kind of threw she the words out. Yeah, I give you one point. The curious quesadilla of Benjamin Button. So, all right, one point to Rachel there. Question number six, the last question of the game. Accidentally sent thirty years back in layers and layers deep, this phyllo filled with chopped nuts and syrup must make sure its parents are truly meant to be before time unravels just as bad as its layers. Oh my god! <laughs> Baklava <laughs> to the future. <laughs> nice work. All right, yeah. <laughs> those those were fun. Accidentally sent back thirty years. Uh, 30 years back in layers and layers deep this phyllo filled with chopped nuts and syrup must make sure its parents are truly meant to be before time unravels just as bad as its layers that was a fun one to piece together that was a good question that was a really good question <laughs> i like those a lot yeah well, well we'll see i think we can bring it back at some point but that one was really fun I'm a little bummed that little debbie cakes on a plane didn't quite stick the landing but <laughs> Uh, that is the end of the game. The scores are as follows. Uh, myself with seven. Nothing. <laughs> with a half point difference oh between first and se- second. <laughs> Stu actually wins with 11 to oh 10 and a half. 
I was going to say, I am a generous God. Woo. As we've learned, half points cannot save your soul. I mean, (laughs) if it wasn't for that question and that rascally dog, too. All right, congrats, Stu. Uh, that is the end of the game, so we can get some picks where each episode, a couple of us give a movie, game, experience, something cool like that we recommend you check out. Uh, Rachel, you have a pick as well. Yes, mine is an app. It's a little more specific, but I'm. Um, it might be more expansive than I know it is. It is a note-taking app called Nebo, N-E-B-O. I use it on the iPad because I like the Apple Pencil to use it with. Basically, it has this really, really cool function where it opens like um, like lined paper and you can write on it like handwriting with the Apple Pencil. Then you double double tap it with your finger and it will turn into typed writing. Oh, man. That's so sweet. you could. Yes, you could take notes and just double tap them and suddenly they're also typed notes. It's really cool. I don't know about its availability on other things, but I use it for everything. I help take notes for school i take notes i have a grocery list on it i wrote my trivia questions this week on it (laughs) i wrote my trivia questions three months ago on it i use it all the time i love it it has both a free and a pro feature Um, i'm not quite sure of the difference it seems to be that you can only have a certain number of different documents at any one given time with the free one Um, but i haven't run into the top end of that yet so, um, but I highly, highly recommend it. I know for sure it's available for iPad, probably yep. for the, iPhone the, as well. The website here says it's uh, I, iPad or Apple App Store, Microsoft, so I assume the Surface and Google Play as well. So. Nice. Well, it's truly wonderful. I highly recommend it. It's one of those things that's just like, it's something that everyone kind of would like to have in their life in the sense that it makes life so much easier. It was very nice. I really love this app. And uh, if the owners of this app ever listen to this, <laughs> you are my favorite app. Thank you. <laughs> and it, it handles, you haven't really had any like false positives or any like kind of translation crossover issues or anything like that. It's been really good. I mean, if, if, you're, if your handwriting's really bad, like, so it has this thing where, so like, for example, you could accidentally, I don't know, type an I, but if you put like a little lip at the bottom, it might think it's an L. Mm-hmm. Like every once in a while, like it depends on how clear your handwriting is, of course, as far as it can do it. I mean, yeah, it's, I- it's pretty clear. Like it um, automatically say, for example, if I did like my questions this week and press it, it can pull out that I wanted to do an arrow down and it'll automatically do like a bulleted list, put an arrow in. And I think the only mistake it made was that it thought my 500 million for the heist value was an s <laughs> a five and an s but that's because my words tend to be curly yeah it will generally only make words that are real words spelled right and fit in the context which is also really nice nice this is really cool awesome. yeah it looks like it's and it you know the the website is you know editable and responsive like responsive and all sorts of stuff and i know you in particular how much you love you know you handwrite so much stuff like take so many of your notes handwritten <laughs> so that's that's really cool it it's a great app and i do highly recommend it very cool well, that is nebo n e b o and it looks like it's available on ipad android uh i'm assuming microsoft surface so very cool 
that's it. That's the end of the show. Uh, but first, if you have any picks or anything like that you want to message us with, uh, which we've been getting a little bit of mail as well, which has been really, really cool, uh, you can send that to us at thingsthatgetwrong at gmail.com. Also, check out the website at thingsthatgetwrong.com and Instagram and Twitter and all that at thingsthatgetwrong. Lots of stuff going up every week there. Uh, We're very active. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the next episode will come out around mid-July, so stay tuned for that. Thank Thanks, you. guys. Congrats, you listeners Stu. are our favorites. Absolutely. Yes. But stop talking about Stu winning, our, our <laughs> listeners. I didn't mean to. I think it's wonderful, Stu won. Congratulations, Stu. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> very, very cool. Well done, Stu. And uh, until next time, we'll see you later. Bye. Bye.